Hey, I'm Reese, and this is the Stranger Than Fan Fiction Podcast. It's only for adults. If you're a kid, that's not cool. Be cool. Go listen. But only if you're an adult. Seriously. It's just, it's just unfortunate that George W. Bush isn't president anymore because then we'd have the glorious press conference where he'd be like, now my fellow Americans, we need to uh, invade Iraqistan because they have weapons of mass destruction. We have our, CSI, our CSI intelligence has told us that they have crates, entire warehouses. Of twisted tea. Oh my god! Oh my god! And they're like, oh, uh, uh, that that's just the distributor, sir. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> You're telling me that's not a weapon? Wait. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Strangers and Fan Fiction, where we celebrate fans and fiction by reading fiction from fans. I am the brand new Pixar movie starring Pizza Rat, Finding Mimo, Wes. <laughs> I am season two Taha. That's even better than season one Taha. Taha. I can't go through the green glass door. I am Reese Boatwright. I am the iPhone 13 Hunter. Has the iPhone? Well, iPhone 11 came out, right? Still on 11, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I skipped 12, baby. Oh, well, yeah. I'm wow. the just, new like, just like nine oh. got skipped. Just like yep. nine. Uh-oh. Just like nine got skipped. They don't season like two. Uh, yeah. Season two. Welcome, everybody, to the first episode of the season that you didn't know was coming. Yeah, season and neither two. neither did we. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, episode 21 of our 22-episode first season when we realized, let's do a second season. <laughs> so, uh, big, big thing about season two... <laughs> It's just like season one. Whoa. I know, right? Guys, we're we're a little ways into 2021, the year that is probably going to be very similar to 2020, but with an extra number added. As we're making our way, pioneering ourselves into a new 365 days, 925,600 minutes, uh what are what are some things that you guys are hopeful for for the new the new year? What are some things that you guys are thinking that might happen? What do you what do you all see our well, trails being blazed for 2021? This is a nice this is a nice segue into what we've established as the sort of the sort of title of season two. The uh we've decided at first we talked about going into a theme, but we didn't really feel like it, so we wanted to take it a little bit easier. And we wanted to title it like a chapter in a book. And the word, the phrase that I kept coming back to is level up. Because I feel like we are really leveling up this podcast and we've been working our booties off in the last couple months just conceptualizing what this podcast is going to look like and putting in the work to make sure that it can look like that. And that is including everything that Taha mentioned and some behind the scenes shit that we've been working on that isn't fun to talk about. But that has been all of this process. Hmm. I was I was gonna say on the contrary. I think it's been very fun to talk about. Well, I'm no, I'm talking about like what? LLCs and yeah, like stuff. the business stuff that isn't fun to I, talk about in a podcast. I think it's very fun to talk. about. Well, you're boring. <laughs> well, if you all would like to talk about business with Taha, I recommend Stranger listening than to Business. Stranger out than soon. Business. Probably podcast find a business podcast. <laughs> There's probably people out there who have business podcasts that can make it sound much more uh, smart and interesting than we can. Um, <laughs> cool. But either way, Cut we've been we've been going through a bit of a crash course and a lot of different. 
different things and it's been really exciting um we've got a lot of things on the horizon and that that is honestly kind of what i'm looking forward to in 2021 is we've had we have realistic short-term goals and then we've also got some stuff in the long term that is also realistic to me but we're nowhere near reaching that yet and that's the stuff that i'm like I'm really wanting to work towards and I think 2021 could be a really awesome year to do that because Mm -hmm. once we get into the groove of all this new stuff that we're adding in then we can grow even further because we'll be used to it which is exactly what we did for season one going into season two so honestly I'm just I'm I'm looking forward to to leveling up in 2021 and seeing where how far we can take it how much experience points do you think you needed to level up Reese? Uh, I think from one like, to two, it's probably like, 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 were you level one? Yeah, I think were you, we were, we were level one and now we're level two, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. How many, how many experience points is that? Uh, probably like, I mean, usually in a game it's like 500. Uh huh. Yeah. What, how many, so how many two experience to points is, do you get from starting a podcast? Uh, probably like, I don't know, like 250. How many experience points do you get from eating a chicken sandwich? Probably like five. Wow. <laughs> so it was actually starting the podcast and then 250 points worth of chicken sandwiches. Yeah, was, uh, we've yeah. been doing nothing but this podcast and eating chicken sandwiches. So when, yeah. when you're not hearing us speak, uh, we're eating chicken sandwiches. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's the yeah. only way that we were able to get here Honestly. to season two. Yeah, chicken sandwiches. This season sponsored by chicken sandwiches. Man, I, all of them at all the restaurants. Yeah. Fucking love chicken sandwiches. Except Fuck. Chick-fil-A. Yeah. But like... I like Chick-fil-A sauce. Well, I mean, but yeah. it's literally just we can like make it. mayonnaise, ketchup, and mustard yeah. in barbecue sauce blended and don't together. Don't forget the Worcestershire sauce. The Worcestershire. Worcestershire. What about you guys? What are what are your that that was my that was my very vague hopeful prediction. So I'll say I'll say something else. Uh, I'll I'll give a specific one. I hope oh, yeah, we can get gonna, a sponsor. Yeah, we can. Do I oh, hope yeah. we That's can cute. get a sponsor. That's yeah, my yeah. that would be something that I, I would love to see in 2021. Yeah. What if it's Chick Fil A? <laughs> <laughs> well, not anymore. They're fucking out. I've already called them out. <laughs> That's a, it's just how sad we would be. Sponsored by Chick Fil A. Sponsored by Chick Fil A. All right. <laughs> <laughs> We'd be pretty uh, bad Chick-fil-A sponsors. Did you have one, Taha? Yeah, I did. Uh, aliens. What I about think, them? I think I think it's all <laughs> finally it. coming together. I think all the sightings, <laughs> we can all finally the daily mail posts. You know, aliens, man, they're, they're, they're coming and they're coming, coming strong. And they're coming quick. They're coming hard. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I think that I think they're finally going to make some contact. I think I think what's going to happen is that they're going to make themselves known through us that is my prediction for through our podcast through our podcast stranger than fan fiction is going to be how the human race interacts with extraterrestrials for the first time ever we would like we to are interact. going to be the ambassadors for whatever this this uh this race is six months from now you see us all on like a big city street with a piece of cardboard tied around our neck hanging in front of our naked body with our ass hanging out being like aliens we cut out a, we cut out a butthole yeah we cut out a butthole just because it's funny yeah. we would like to well, reach an audience of approximately and I'm not going to take the whole thing off uh, I have a, I have more like a thing that I want to do with 2021 hmm. I'm gonna if if COVID be if COVID willing I am going to see Shen Yun all those advertisements. I'm going to do it. I'm going I'm yeah. to cave. See if this marketing campaign is worth all the I mean, fucking here's money. the thing. Once I see it, I feel like I will not be I won't see an ad for it yeah. ever again. Sorry, mm-hmm. what? I won't what, be bound to it. Do you oh, know Shinyan? so it was this like dancer who was on like every billboard. She's wearing like a pink dress. Well, it's it's a Chinese ballet company. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, and it's called Shen Yun. It's it's a production that goes out every single year. Uh, they they tour all over the United States. I probably assume many other countries. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it changes like visual theme and like style every year. It looks different every year. But the advertising campaign is literally fucking everywhere. Oh yeah, it's like you can't go anywhere without seeing little posters. See, that's for wild Shenyang. to me because I. I have no idea. Oh, maybe really? You're just not very I, I, observant. Have, I have never. <laughs> I will say, Ty doesn't a, look up when he drives. I, I, clearly, I'm just like not looking I, in the right places. I will say, uh, I don't think that the Opera House in Lexington can actually put up the show. 
So I think the closest place would be like the Arnoff. Oh yeah, they do it. I mean, they do it in Cincinnati. I was yeah. I when we toured with Children's it's, Theater, it's huge. I it's was like a huge production number. Yeah, I was seeing advertisements everywhere we went with Children's Theater. Any like city, it's there were Shen Yun maddening things. Well, like yes. now, I feel like there's some sort of conspiracy happening where they're just like. Anytime I'm walking somewhere and there's a there's an ad and they're like, oh, fuck, we can't let them see it. And then they like tear it down or they move all the flyers. And I kind of turn exactly where the flyers were. You've been Truman. Like, oh. You've been Truman showed. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You're, ta- you're Taha showed. Oh, my God. Wait, this explains. So. But how deep of a cut is that that I'm mentioning it? But I would have to be in. It's just but if, right now. We but just if see they're in on it, Taha, a dart hits, hits Wes in the neck. I'd have to be in on it too. I mean, that's part <laughs> of the, suddenly uh, like somebody Sam knocks on the door and he's like, uh, "Hey, can I get uh, Wes and Reese and Hunter out of this room right now?" <laughs> <laughs> see, that's that's what's going to happen this year. Is Taha's finally going to learn the truth? The truth about about Taha, Taha show. The Taha show. The Taha show awakened me for the last twenty-seven years. <laughs> yeah. All right. What do you guys think would be like the main conflict of your TV show? Like if you had a TV show, what do you? Why do you think people would watch? They'd be like, "Oh, I love all those scenes of Reese masturbating. Those are my favorite scenes." <laughs> that would be the primary. That would, <laughs> that would be that would be the Taha show after dark. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I feel like mine would be D and D, like Ooh, yeah, what okay. I DM. But it, I feel like if it was a show like as I would be DMing and like hearing you guys talk, they would have a feed of that and start to like animate what was going on mm. yeah, like in front yeah. of me. Like it'd be like, "This is what Hunter sees in his head." You know, um, and they do like a little animated segment. Yes, where that'd yeah. be so cool. It'd be though, super cool though, because it? like all during the D and D sessions, they'd get like Pixar to animate all of your little adventures. Oh yeah, because if this is the Truman Show, then they've got like the biggest. Oh, they've got the hugest it, you know? budget. Yeah. So they're like they're like they're given a week uh, to do it, except they have. So the South Park Studios does it, but th- their animation is very easy to do uh-huh. d- comparatively. Yeah. Uh, not to say that that's an easy job. It is not. But like they would absolutely get like Pixar people and they'd be like, all right, this team, you guys are going to be up for like the next 48 <laughs> hours animating this. Then we're going to bring in this. They have like five Sounds rotating like White teams. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it does. It does yeah. sound like White now, Bear. Now, follow up question. Who would you guys want to be your Hunter Reese Taha West show director? Who would you want to direct Ooh. your Oh, TV? and we don't know what they're doing? No. Ooh, you Wes don't, Anderson. You, Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson. <laughs> That's like, That'd be awesome. Yeah, because then it would be like, it would but be we'd violent. Have to be like, Hello, Reese. It would be violent, but Lovely like. Lovely day, isn't yeah. it? Quirky, quirky violence. I definitely wouldn't want like a Quentin Tarantino. Or maybe. Maybe I do want Quentin Tarantino. Maybe a Peter Jackson, because then I'd have lots of sweeping, gorgeous landscapes. Mm. And oh, I'd you'd probably. Visit so many places. I'd probably live in New Zealand. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty <laughs> good. That's, that's pretty a good cool. one. So. Um, gosh. But it would. <laughs> But the thing is, is you'd still have your normal life. So they just yeah. show the sun cresting over the garbage dump behind our house. With concerning hobbits playing <laughs> yeah. in the background. Who, who directed I'd be fine with that. Stardust? Oh, um, I'll have to look it I up. I don't even know what but, Stardust is. But yeah, Stardust. I, I didn't know about that movie until recently either. Fucking, so we That's beautiful. saw beautiful Stardust film. by accident as children. We were going to see one movie and they were sold out. Matthew and they were like, Vaughn. Matthew Vaughn. Okay, I don't know what else he's done, but if it was in the style of Stardust, that's how I want my life to be directed. Mm. This was playing in theaters. We didn't want to go see it. We had no idea what it was. We were like, well, we're already at the movie theater and the other movie we can't watch, so let's just watch it. Ended up being one of my family's favorite movies. It is like high fantasy adventure so well done and it's so quirky and so unique and so interesting uh-huh. it doesn't take any like particularly new fantasy ideas it just does them all really really well and fucking robert de niro plays this closeted yeah. pirate mm. named captain shakespeare <laughs> and his whole thing is he like everybody thinks he's like this vicious pirate but whenever he's in closed doors he's like so sorry about the fan fear, dearie. You know, <laughs> reputation, years to build up, seconds to destroy. Uh, uh-huh. But the whole crew is, and they know it, so they just help him but keep a secret. But they accept him anyway. It's yeah, very cute. It's very cute. They're like, <laughs> they're like, we've known the whole time. We yeah, just really like you. We so just we've, like you. We've so. been putting up with the act for that this long. That gives me yeah. the, the Peter Pan uh, vibes. With yeah, it is very Peter. It is very Peter Pan. <laughs> uh, I, have a, I have my director. All right, go. Is that? I don't think that I'm nearly a good enough actor to have a good enough director to direct my life. So I'd want Tommy Wiseau yes. to direct to yes. direct my life. I'd wake up in the morning, I'd see Hunter in the kitchen and be like, Oh hi Hunter. And I'd be like, Hey Wes. 
And you're my favorite roommate. Hey, Wes, you're my favorite roommate. I love living with you and my girlfriend, Kaylee, who I love so much. I made you a bowl of cereal 10 minutes ago. Wow, thank you, Hunter. Yeah. My favorite. Good night. Good night. I just woke up and then I leave and good night. I want to be having a conversation with you and be like, what a story, Wes. I'm so happy I have you as my best friend. But what if, okay, here's an even better thing. What so if anyway, I was the only one who wasn't in on, who didn't have the Tommy Wiseau style and you say that to me, I'm like, I wasn't saying anything. <laughs> hey, Wes, good morning. So anyway, morning. how's hey, your what? sex life? <laughs> what? I mean, I thought you were supposed good, to be the expert, Wes. Wh I cannot tell you it is confidential. <laughs> what are you guys talking about? <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh... <laughs> I uh I would want John Favreau, but in the style of the movie Chef that he that is he created. a fucking great movie. Yeah, like I would I've love never seen it. It's very good. I've it's, seen it. Is it just, about a chef? It's about him. And like it's his journey from. You imagine like, if it wasn't working in a restaurant. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is. It's uh, about an astronaut. Yeah. Hey, named named chef. chef. Uh, He's the best chef. best space cook on this side of the Mississippi. Chef is the first chef to actually go to space on this um, side actually of the Milky chef. Way. Yeah. Uh, it's the chef from South Park movie. Yeah. Hey there, on. children. <laughs> I'm in space. Um, <laughs> That's, uh, no. that's that's a good one though. It's a very good movie. It's it's all about like so. John Favreau he works in a restaurant, quits the restaurant, and then opens up a food truck with one of his friends, and, his and he kid, makes right? these like and his kid, yeah, yeah, who follows him around, and it's all about like their relationship. They travel to like New Orleans, and they have some uh, what are they the the beignets. Wow. Yeah, uh, and they oh, make yeah. those, and then they make these things Very called. Very delicious, uh, by the way. Like they they do a lot of the cooking in the in the movie. Obviously, it, it's a movie uh -huh. about. A so chef it's basically diners, drive-ins, and dives the film. Yeah, yeah honestly. you know what? <laughs> I want to talk about a movie I'd watch. <laughs> I, you know I mean, what? It, on on a side tangent, apparently Guy Fieri is one of like the nicest, most Fieri. philanthrop Fieri. 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 <laughs> yeah, no, I've seen that stand-up bit of the guy being like, we all shit on Guy Fieri, but he's actually one of the coolest yeah. people because yeah. he donates so much money to charity. Yeah. He like has a f organization that teaches kids how to cook. But also there was his, a, his show saved a bunch of those restaurants by yeah. getting oh, free yeah. advertisement. Yeah. You know? uh, there was a story told by um, Good Mythical Morning. Here I am bringing them up again. What's up, Red and Link? What's up, Red and Link? If you're listening to this podcast, that's crazy. Uh, their, their chef, Josh, uh, was a huge Guy Fieri fan, and he made it his goal one summer to meet Guy Fieri for some reason and so they like followed him around on like this crazy tour that he was going on and at one point they arrived in a city or no they were just gonna go to a bunch of I don't remember the fuck it was they were touring the country and they heard that Guy Fieri was having a party uh, for his son oh, in one lit. of in one of the clubs and so they tried in a, to, in a club yeah it was like they he rented out a whole ass club for his son's party. Hell yeah. And he, uh, so Josh and his buddies go up to the, the guy at the front door and he's like, can we come in? And the guy's like, no, you're not on the list. <laughs> uh, and he he's like, oh, well, we're really huge Guy Fieri fans. Like, we are writing, they, they were doing like and a blog like, oh, or something cool. like that. Get in the huge Guy Fieri fan line. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, no, but hold on. And he went into the back, got Guy Fieri's like, I don't know, like agent or something. Yeah. And brought her out and she came out and she was like, what do you guys, what do you do? And they told him about the blog and all this stuff. And they were like, all right, hold on. And they go back inside and Guy Fieri comes out of the club and gives them like this big ass hug. And he's like talking to him the whole night, just chilling with them. Apparently Aww. like, what an asshole. Yeah. He man. just, he just guy, <laughs> yeah. you know, he just came out and was just chilling <laughs> with these guys. Cause they said they were fans. This episode sponsored by Dinah's drive-ins and dives. Yeah. Thank you, Guy Fieri. Thank you, Guy Fieri, for all that you do. I hope he, I and hope for he, uh, keeping Frosted Tips alive. Thank I you. I hope he features this podcast on an episode of Di Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. And like, if you come here, you'll have some of the best podcasts like, you'll ever have. Let's go in the podcasting studio to check out my friends, Taha, Hunter, Wes, and Reese. And then he comes in here in the middle of a recording, and we're like, what the fuck? <laughs> we don't guy, know Guy, guy, guy. He, like, he cooks some ribs on the cymbals. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'd have oh, some yeah. guy Fieri cymbal ribbon, man. This is like this, cymbal ribbon. This is what they did back in the '60s when they didn't really have a lot. <laughs> do you guys All think they I had could, was music? Do you guys think I could pull off frosted tips? Yes, I do. Yeah. I actually do think you could. I think I think you could. You know what? Now's <laughs> the time for wow. it. <laughs> you know what? Thanks, I'm, guys. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna sell out. I'm gonna do a funny thing. If we get, oh. 
if we get 500 new Facebook likes this month. <laughs> this month, though. Oh. Yeah. That's okay. 500 this month. Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll all do frosted tips. I don't about. Oh, yeah. Wait, how about 500 or like 100 Patreon subscribers? Do frosted tips. That's fine. I mean, that, here's that's the thing. Good, that's a good. How how yeah. committed are you guys I, to doing frosted tips? I'd frost my tips if we get 100 Patreon If we get 100 Patreon subscribers, I will frost the fuck out of my tips. I'd yeah. even say 50. <laughs> I even say fifty Patreon subscribers. You know what? Let's just go to let's ten. Let's just do it. <laughs> you know what? Let's, you know what? We're let's doing just it. Our tips. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And with that, you know what? I think we bullshitted enough. Let's mm. get to the real reason why we're here, and that's reading fan fiction. Mm. It's oh, in the name. Yeah. Deal with it. Deal with it. So, uh, I just want to listen to you talk about frosted tips for fifteen more hours. You know what? We know my favorite episode of Stranger Than Fan Fiction was the one where they talked about Frost and their tips. Hello and welcome to the Frosted Tips podcast. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Hunter. I think you brought the first fan fiction. Tell us all about it. I did. I did. So we've actually uh, mixed up our little uh, formula, and by that I mean it's it's. It just, we just change who brings very, in whatever. Very slight adjustment. Yeah. So it used to be Wes and I, and Reese and Taha, and this time it's Taha and I, and Reese and Wes. So. Uh, the competition begins, and watch here as our friendship erodes as we are at each other's throats. Now we get to properly out. see who's carrying these episodes. Yeah, <laughs> and then you get to see which ones are good and which ones aren't. But I brought in, uh, I've been on this pirate kick lately, uh, listening to like Black Flag, uh, the soundtrack from Assassin's Creed Black Flag, Pirates of the Caribbean. So I immediately went to Pirates of the Caribbean to find a fan fiction, and then I found one that is a crossover between that and Percy Jackson and the Olympians, which mm. is uh, a great series of novels which actually Taha and I bonded over a lot when he introduced it to me the year after I graduated college I read the first series haven't read the the subsequent ones but super good Uh, Taha you want to tell us a little bit about Percy Jackson Percy Jackson it's really really wonderful end of sentence no um uh, so Percy Jackson it follows the uh the the Greek pantheon wait wait wait, let me guess does it follow Percy Jackson I (gasps) Did you know? <laughs> Who told nice. you? Oh, Damn. I Wes saw through you with my millennium eye. <laughs> You're a shrewd son of a bitch, Wes. <laughs> no, look at this guy. Uh, so Percy Jackson, it follows uh, uh, a, a kid named Percy Jackson, who's the the demigod son it. of Poseidon, <laughs> mm-hmm. and this is the world where the Greek gods are very much uh, alive and well. Uh, there is a camp that exists that is a haven for what they call uh, uh, demigods or half-bloods, uh, half-god, half-mortal. Um, what did I say? No, oh, no, no. Wes, Wes, is, is just... Wes is blinding us oh, with Wes, the reflection okay, from yes, his phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, being, I'm being distracted. You're being, being, being really, really so silly. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Oh, God, I can't even... I mean, I can't get through this. That's, that's basically it's, it's Greek gods living it's Greek in the real gods world. In like, yeah, teenage angst meets Greek, Greek gods, gods. Do as Greek gods do. They fuck humans, have half gods. And yes, and then cetera, those kids cetera, cetera. all end up going to the same place to be protected and also figure out their powers. Figure out their powers. We train and be in a community. It's like X Men, a Greek pantheon. Yeah, and honestly, it's it's very much it's, it's like, like X Men, but with Greek gods. Yeah, but with Greek gods instead. Yeah. Uh, so that's that, and then Pirates of the Caribbean is the pirates, and they're in the Caribbean. Yep, it's pirates. They're in the Caribbean. It was uh, Johnny Depp's like kind of magnum opus, role, magnum really, opus yeah. you know, um, at least the first three, uh, and he, well, that whole team just created. I bet Johnny Depp, if he ever heard that, he'd be like, oh. God, that's <laughs> yeah. my magnum opus. Shit. Yeah. I mean, yes, <laughs> yes. Everybody Johnny. knows that Rango was my magnum, magnum opus. Yes, yes. My uh, favorite nah, performance nah. was ma, <laughs> ma. <laughs> yeah, but we, I love uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. So this just combines a little bit of those elements. So this is a pirate's life for me by Celestial Element, uh, and this is the beginning of the tale. So we're not so quite at the pirates, but the hintings are there, uh, which I did want to. Uh, that's where I wanted to stop because the discussion there is going to be juicy, I bet. Juicy. So for this, uh, Taha, you will be playing Percy. Uh, Reese, you will be Poseidon and Athena, the goddess of wisdom. Wes, you will be Zeus, Hermes, and Percy's girlfriend, Annabeth, daughter of Athena. And then I will be playing – there's a bunch of roles in this, so I'm just going to be the one-liners of Demeter, Apollo, and Hera. Uh, so without further ado, you boys ready? Let's rock and roll. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. Awesome. So this, uh, let's get into it. Olympian throne room, 600th floor, Empire State Building, New York. 2011, current era. I, I don't want to be your pawn. I want out. 
I don't want to care anymore. Percy, do you understand what you are asking? Poseidon asked. Of course I do. I'm not as dumb as everyone seems to think. Every time I care, someone gets hurt. I... I'm scared of myself sometimes. If I care too much, and if something were to happen to that person, I'm afraid that I could bring the whole world to ruin and no one would be able to stop me. He knew what he was asking. It could be considered selfish, but he was calling quits from demigod life. But he knew him leaving would be better for them. As the most powerful demigod of the age, his scent would attract many monsters, and his mouth had made him more enemies than he could count. They would be safer without him. He couldn't even live with Mom and Paul without putting their lives in danger. Even New Rome wouldn't be safe for him. Monsters, monsters followed him everywhere. He had to get away from them all. It was all for their own good. Percy. Poseidon started. I almost killed a goddess down there! There were gasps of shock around the throne room. <gasps> <gasps> she was going to kill Annabeth, and I couldn't stop myself. I didn't want to. It felt good. I wouldn't have stopped myself if it weren't for Annabeth. I didn't want to lose her, and she looked afraid of me. What did you do, son? It was... Ackless. Poison. Blood. Icker. They all have something in common. They're liquids, and I can control all of them. That is not possible. Polybates is considered the bane of Poseidon, because he turns water into poison... Can you control poison? Zeus's voice had an edge to it as he was addressing his sibling. You very well know that I can't, brother. Well then, how can he do it? Zeus thundered. Zeus, we have to deal with this delicately. We are here to reward them, not kill them. And it happened in the pit. You can't judge the boy's actions based on that. That place changes you, and he is half-mortal. Percy had to conceal his shock when Athena came to his rescue, and by the looks of it, so did everyone in the throne room. I suggest we give the boy what he wants, she said. Zeus stared at his daughter curiously, <clears throat> knowing she would have something planned. Would you accept, Perseus, a chance at a new life? No interference from us, a fresh start. You could become whatever you wanted. It will be your choice. You wouldn't have to care. No fatal flaws, no gods telling you to do jobs for them. A new time, a new life. No one will know you there. No responsibilities, Athena asked. Yes, he replied. You will be born around 300 years into the past of a mirror world. You can create your life there. And, as per your wish, we will not intrude in your life. Poseidon had gone pale. No, you can't send him there, the sea god said. It's fine, Dad. Defi definitely can't be worse than here. No, Percy. It is his choice, brother, said Zeus. Then wait! Poseidon got up from his throne, shrinking down to normal human height as he approached Percy. I'm sorry. This was not the life I wished for you. I should also thank you. We would have lost the wars otherwise. I guess this is goodbye then. Before you go, Percy... This compass. Poseidon took out a small golden compass. It will point wherever you want it to point. Just think of the destination in your mind. It will show you the way. Thanks, Dad. Hermes stepped down from his throne and came towards him. In his hand was a slender long sword, a rapier along with a scabbard. You will need it. It is made of Stygian iron. Thanks, Hermes. He accepted the sword. Behind him, a portal opened, glowing an eerie shade of blue. Percy, Annabeth called. He pulled her close, pressing his lips to hers. I'll be right behind you, she said as he moved away. I'm counting on that, wise girl. I think we should mention something. You will also lose all of your current memories, Hera said from her throne. What? Percy exclaimed. I did say a new life, Athena said in a condescending tone. He should have expected it. For Athena to come up with some sort of problem for him, he should have been suspicious when Athena of all the Olympians, came to his rescue. He was about to say no, to ask them something else, but stopped when Annabeth placed a hand on his shoulder. It's okay, seaweed brain. I have a plan. Are you sure? Of course I do. I always have a plan. Now go. Okay. He turned back toward the gods, doing an elaborate bow. Thank you for your consideration, Lady Athena. Goodbye. He smirked as he stepped backwards into the portal. As the portal closed, Apollo said with a small smile, 
You shall henceforth remember this day as the day you lost Percy Jackson. Now, Annabeth Chase, daughter of Athena, what is your wish? Zeus inquired, all his previous ire gone as Perseus was no longer of their world. He was glad that Perseus's gift would serve as a boon to them. At least, that's what the prophecy said. I wish to go to the same time as Percy, except I would like all our memories back when we meet, Annabeth stated. Athena observed her daughter. She was one of the smartest and most cunning of her children. It would be advantageous to them if Annabeth were to accompany him. While we can give you your memories, Perseus will not be getting his back. He did say he didn't want to care, and your request would interfere with that, Demeter announced. What if he wanted it back? Then he will get them back. But beware, Annabeth. He will get them back only if he truly believes that he had loved such a life. Only if he truly wants them back. No doubts. And that way, Athena could be sure that if they were truly meant to be, if they were truly meant to be, Annabeth could try, but Athena was sure that the circumstances Perseus would grow up in would change him too much for her to even become attached. Those times, the sea ruled and Perseus would be uncontrollable, but it would fall to Annabeth to make sure the curse would lift. I accept. And that's where we ended it. Really so cool. So, they, so I'm guessing they send him back to good old Port Royal. Yep, back yeah. to the time, the, the height of the Caribbean pirates uh, yeah. when Pirates of the Caribbean takes place, and they yeah. get affiliated uh, with all of the going-ons there. And now, now, did you read ahead at all? Uh, no, I actually okay. stopped right there because okay. I wanted to see what your all's predictions okay. were yeah. and then go back and revisit it and see now, what's going on. Now, do we think on. Percy's well, going to be more like a so, William Turner? Well, that's what I was saying. Like For, for backstory. William uh, Turner. William Turner, nine souls, Percy Jackson. <laughs> um, this this seems to be taking place in one of the sequel series. Yes, and this like, is so spoilers for anybody after. ahead. If you're reading the books, they're actually very good. I recommend them. So basically, uh, uh, Annabeth and Percy end up in Tartaros. Mm -hmm. The it's a, it's a fucking it is hell. Yeah. Is they they were they had to crawl out of hell, mm -hmm. uh, and it seems like this is post that mm -hmm. and uh, all of the emotional trauma that comes with it. So this is it's ex where this your explains... teeth are just covered in thick gooey just, muck. That's it. All there's the time. so much. There's, there's no, there's no Colgate in hell. My mama said that alligators are mad because they got all them teeth and no toothbrush. <laughs> That's such a cute scene. It's water, water boy. boy. Oh, I don't remember. <laughs> it's very cute. That's a um, classic Adam Sandler. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> all of that to say, uh, yeah, th this I love. I love this idea that he's like, I've had enough. I need. I need some space to just get rid of all of this. Yeah, it does surprise me that uh, I. It, it, I guess his trust in Annabeth because he would do anything for her. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. Like they, they love each other very, very, very much. So she's got a smoking bud. She's got a smoking bud. She's the daughter of a god. She, well, oh, I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, how, how rude of me, Athena! <laughs> <laughs> Forgive me, Athena, for I've sinned. Uh, so yeah, I think I think he would send himself back. I think he'll end up in Port Royal. Who do you think will be the first uh, crew that he joins? I mean, Jax. Yeah, he has yeah. to be. Well, because here's the thing: Percy's gonna forget that he has powers, but he's going to discover them. He's mm. uh, as a son of Poseidon. He can like breathe underwater. He can control water. And in this one, it's he can control. Liquids. Well, I wanted to ask about that mm -hmm. because. Uh, they said that Percy was going to forget, yet yeah, forget his memories, right? But yes. they also said that the gods wouldn't interfere. Does yes. that include, like, do you think he'll retain his powers, or do do you think he'll have to unlock so, them again? So he'll have to unlock them again. Yeah. But since he won't have any gods interfering, I think that Percy left unchecked. Because think about it: in the age of pirates, where it was like, if you're on a pirate ship, where and there's you're, like lots of water, there's lots, lots of water, water. surrounded, <laughs> surrounded yeah. by water. In fact, the ocean plays a very and big part Percy's in this. Thing is water. <laughs> he I mean, become, you tell me. Think about it: he would become <laughs> the tyrant of the seas. With, Do you think he will rival Calypso? I think that. I think that. Oh, I think Calypso is going to be like, who the fuck? This guy is so like he's going to be this Percy Jackson. Yeah, be stopped. <laughs> he's he's going to rival all of those mythic figures. He's going to get up there and and go up against Davy Jones, and they're mm. not going to be able to. Hardly be able to control him because he controls He's the son of Poseidon. Poseidon, yes, he'll be able to at, at a more localized level control the fucking sea itself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I feel like Annabeth 
is going to get back there with her memories. Because I, if I had to guess, she'll get there after he's now the age that he is and has already had this life. Because mm. that's what they were saying. And she's going to have to be the thing that brings him back. Because Athena was predicting that he'd become uncontrollable, an uh-huh. uncontested bulwark of the seas. And Annabeth is going to have to be the one to remind him of the life that he had to break that curse to bring him back. Now, I know that she can do it, Now, too. in, in, in mm-hmm. pure... In true Greek mythology, Greek and Roman mythology fashion, gods don't upkeep their promises ever, mm-hmm. and no. usually don't do what they say they're going to do. Very fickle. Oh yes. So I don't think they will. I think they will interfere, but I think they'll do it in a way where they can tell someone like, "Oh, I did. That wasn't what I was doing. Yeah. I wasn't. I don't think they'll directly interfere with Percy, but I think what could happen is they which, could fuck they with Annabeth. Bonds, yeah. No, I think that they go into Jack Sparrow. Oh, that's what oh, I was thinking. Shit. Yeah, the, my, the guy, my... I think Zeus or somebody's gonna head to Jack Sparrow and make Jack Sparrow well, a demigod. I think that the compass, the god of rum, the, so he yeah. never has to wonder why it's compass. gone. I think that compass yeah. that Percy has is Jack's <clears throat> compass because yeah, right. he says wherever wherever you wish to go, it will point. When Jack's compass works very similarly, mm. it points to your greatest desire. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, and I feel like that at some point Jack's gonna get that compass back from him. He's gonna be like, "That's what's going to put him." That's what's going to put him in contact with the gods. Uh-huh. So that way, it's like, yeah, the gods aren't interfering with Percy. But you're, I think you're right. I think they're gonna interfere. Yeah. Oh, they're yeah. gonna find Jack. a loophole. They're fucking lawyers. All oh of yeah, them. I mean, well, listen I mean, to them at the end. They're like, "Well, we can give you well, your, Athena, we can give you your memories back, but we can't give it to him because that would go against the rules." As 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 Percy was like, "Yeah, I, I got it. I'll take a new life." And then later I was like, "Oh yeah, your memories are gonna be gone." And he's like, "What?" And Athena's like, "I did say a new life." Yeah. She never specified. She was that, like, but "You that's, said that's the Greeks, you know." Uh, who, Greek okay. gods. If in this universe, <laughs> sorry, Jack, Greek audience. Sorry, Greek audience. Uh, <laughs> that's the Greeks. <laughs> we just alienated 90% of our audience. Everyone from uh, Greece is fickle. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so if, if Jack was a demigod, who would his patron or uh, parental be the god of rum? Be? I the think I, oh, oh, so he'd then, be then, the Kraken. Uh, Dionysus? His, his patron would be the Kraken because then he'd invent Kraken rum. <laughs> There is a rum called Kraken that so, comes in a big Kraken uh-huh. So wait, uh-huh. if, if he is, you remember in the second one where they throw all the rum at the Kraken and blow it up? Mm. So yeah. in this telling, and then the Kraken drinks it and starts to love Jack because Jack is a demigod of rum. And he's like, he's my little pet now. Well, that's so what I'm now saying. it's Jack Sparrow's uh, going to ride around Jack on the Kraken. Is the, Jack is the, the son of Dionysus. Yes. Yeah. And the, if he the god keeps, of wine and spirits he, and, and festivities. Yeah. If he keeps the Kraken drunk all the time, Percy can't control it because it is a creature of the sea. So he's like, damn it. Jack just keeps that thing sloshed all the time. <laughs> the and Kraken's I, like, I don't do I don't what want you to say. You, I'll sink whatever ship I fucking want, More Dad. Like Piss Sidon. <laughs> well, it seems nice. like Percy could become a villain very quickly. That's I what I was thinking. Like Annabeth is gonna have to like soften him again. It's gonna, Annabeth it's, will have to team up with Jack with Sparrow. Jack, She's gonna have to Davey team up with Jones, Jack. Yes. with Calypso, with all of the people. With Davy, G- with uh, with uh, the Flying Dutchman yeah. is gonna get in there. Yeah. Will all Turner, the, all pirates. Orlando of the past. Bloom. Yeah. <laughs> well, the Will. Dutchman is also the name of Davy Jones's ship. To me, I feel like yeah, Wes. Uh, I I, I feel like Percy in this alternative universe is going to take over uh he's going to take orlando blooms shoes will turner's shoes mm-hmm. and Captain so of the flying dutchman so then we've got a, of souls now we've got a love triangle because he's going to meet what's her name elizabeth elizabeth, <laughs> <laughs> elizabeth. you know that really popular Turner. character what's her name yeah what's her name uh, he's going to meet elizabeth and they're going to fall in love and then annabeth that was her name. Will yeah. will oh, yeah, fall into the world and be like Percy, and he's like, "What the I fuck did you just you. call me?" But that's the thing, Annabeth on the seas, because she's a brilliant tactician. That's what mm-hmm. all Athena's children she's are. She's Athena. Super- yeah. So she's going to be like, I feel like her strategy on the pirate ships is also going to make her like a very famous pirate because nobody can outthink her. She doesn't necessarily have any sort of power edge. Yeah. She's a little bit stronger and faster than regular people, or a lot, um, but not quite as much as like somebody else but she i feel like she's just going to be so difficult to defeat in like a tactical so so in the final in the final confrontation i imagine we've got percy fucking controlling the seas with the powers of poseidon annabeth commanding the navy of multiple nations because at this point east india oh yes company Annabeth becomes Commodore Norrington. And then it's going to have fucking, they're going to have Johnny Depp 
uh, as, as himself as <laughs> as Johnny Depp. Uh, uh, they'll have Captain Jack Sparrow riding a fucking riding the fucking kraken yeah. through the middle of them as flanked by this giant navy as Percy just like raises the oceans like around him. Like a huge him. tidal wave yeah. and, and, and everyone and like Annabeth has outfitted the ships to like cut through it yeah. and like stand or water. I mean also her pirate garb would look so cool. I mean that's cool, just cool imagery you know? right? That's just cool. That's some dope imagery. So who would win? Uh, Well I feel like eventually I mean, Jack Sparrow. Disney. Jack Sparrow's gonna well, Jack Sparrow's going to be the one Disney who, will win. Disney would win. <laughs> yes. Because Disney we would give wins. them the money yeah. to, to make go it. See it yeah. I feel like Percy <laughs> I'd see the fuck out of that. I'd, movie. Yeah. That'd be so cool. Percy would be he would in raw force would probably begin to look like he would win, but then Annabeth would get through to him and they'd be like, Oh, you know what? You're right. I'm gonna get rid of this. There'd be that whole sappy moment. And then Jack would be the one to be like, Thanks for the fleet, lads. Yeah. <laughs> and then he'd ride off, off with the yeah. whole navy. Yeah, they'd run off like, with the compass. Yeah, right off with the compass. The anime protagonist moment where yeah. they're they're in the fight and everyone's dying and all this shit's happening, and then all all she actually had to do was change his heart. Yep. There's a power of friendship all along. The power of friendship. Well, I thought that that was really nice, Hunter. Yeah, I really like that uh, one. One more time. What was the name and the author of said fan fiction? A Pirate's Life for Me by Celestial Element. And this was last updated November 22nd, 2020, which is 11222020. That was a whole year ago. A whole year ago. But yeah, I really like that. I love that Celestial Element. Cannot wait to revisit it. Um phenomenal merging of stories like what a cool thing makes to sense. think about it makes a lot of sense yeah. it's really epic obviously yeah. the imagery that even we've just discussed without even knowing what's ahead is dope so can't wait to I, see what you I wrote. might read forward on that one because don't you it's... fucking dare <laughs> I, i'm gonna i'm gonna spoil it for <laughs> everyone think for everybody <laughs> maybe we can bring it on a mini soda yeah, yeah that's what i was thinking so i think it's about time to move into our second and final thick taha indeed i heard it's all thick. about it i heard thick our second and final uh, thick. T h i c c q u e q u thick 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 But yeah, so Taha, tell us about this fiction that you totally found all by yourself. That I totally found by myself and didn't get from Wes, who had already found it before and put it into a Google Doc of other fiction that we sometimes bring. Yeah, great job, great job, Taha. Yeah, I did a great job pulling up that Google Doc. Uh, but this is why we this is why we do these things so we can find wonderful fan fiction and this is by an author who we've already seen the, on in season one the Christmas Santacular the the, the yeah. Christmas Santacular this is um this is titled the Fellowship of the Quarantine if you had to guess what would it be Harry Potter yeah no oh. uh, <laughs> so this uh, is uh, this blonde. is uh, a Lord of the Rings oh uh, uh, Reese you've never seen that obviously no, that's um, disappointing. yeah little known but could this you is, uh, could you <laughs> <laughs> Could you what? tell me a little bit about Lord of the Rings? Yeah, absolutely. I've never done that before on this show. Reese has a gun. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then also tell us a little bit about uh, COVID-19. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What is yeah. that? Yeah, what I don't think anybody there? really knows yeah. about this. It's this new virus. What does quarantine mean? Uh, so the Fellowship of the Quarantine, this is by uh, Thalion Estel. Thalion. Estel. Thalion. We, we agreed. We agreed. Talion. Talion. All because right. Because it's, so it's, it's, like, it's like uh, Shadows of Mordor. Italian. Well, Italian. I played Shadows Mortal. Calabrimbo. Oh, well. It's yes. super good. Um, Calabrim. So, uh, if, if you don't remember, this author wrote um, the, the Christmas Lord of the Rings episode, uh, which was which was fantastic. Yes, very funny. Uh, this was updated yeah. November 2nd of 2020, so it, uh, pretty recently. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is uh, this is a look at the Lord of the Rings universe. If COVID nineteen were to hit it, so very similar to uh, Z Cross, Z Cross is Quarantine Bottom, yeah. which is the SpongeBob uh, COVID crossover. I like this. I like this whole yeah. slew of COVID yeah. related fan fiction. Well, I love. I, I love mean, to see know. how people deal with it in yeah. different worlds. Yeah. They're already characters. making. There's a movie coming out about COVID. About COVID, where uh, I bet that movie is gonna flop. It's. I bet about, no I mean, one's yeah. gonna see it. Nobody yeah. wants to see that. Movie. Exactly. We already had a better version. You in, don't in make contagion. movies about. But the real got, shit that people are going through because people are like, why would I see it? I'm living it. They've <laughs> already got two pretty famous actors. I forget who they are. Taylor Swift. No. Johnny Depp. Not that famous. No. <laughs> <laughs> but they are pretty famous. Um, not as famous as Taylor Swift and Johnny Depp. Um, no, they are actually- The two highest grossing actors they were ever. Two, <laughs> two very big name actors. And the whole thing is that they're like committing a heist during COVID. Like they're using they're using the opportunity to. Hey, like I mean steal that's the shit. best time because you yeah. gotta wear a mask and no one's there. 
to hide your face and no keep all the germs away from your nose it's and It's a twofer. Mouth. It probably won't do as well in the theaters as the Monster Hunter movie. <laughs> oh, man, I can't fucking wait. Um, so here's a little author's note uh, that I thought was really sweet. Uh, this story is intended to be a lighthearted means of laughing amid all the hardships that are currently wreaking havoc across the world. It does not imply that the devastating effects of COVID-19 are themselves a laughing matter. I hope it lifts your spirits during this tumultuous and difficult time. Aww, what a nice yeah. thing. Thank, Thank you so for much. saying Tally. that, Tally. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, so for this, Wes, you will be reading Gandalf the Grey. Hunter, you will be reading Frodo Baggins. And Reese, of course, I got to make you read Sam. Mr. Frodo. And Elrond. Tally. Mr. Frodo. <laughs> Mr. Frodo. Elrond sounds exactly the same as Sam. <laughs> I am Lord of Rivendell. <laughs> Give me a ring of power. Destroy it. Destroy it. Throw it into the fire. Throw it into the fire. Door. A sealed door. A sealed door. Oh, oh Mr. Right. Sealed door. Throw it in the fire. <laughs> let's let's hop to it. Frodo Baggins awoke in the house of Elrond at ten o'clock in the morning on October the twenty-fourth, if you want to know, with an inexplicable desire to wash his hands for twenty seconds. Mm. As his wits slowly returned to him and the memory of the horrible chase of the Black Riders resurfaced, he felt that such a silly, insignificant thought about washing one's hands ought to flee his mind at once. But as the pain of his shoulder wound increased, the feeling of invisible germs crawling all over his hands made a small voice in his head begin to scream in panic. Gandalf? Frodo said, glancing up at the wizard, who, who he now noticed was seated at his bedside. Do you have any hand sanitizer? The wizard's expression grew darker. Why, my dear hobbit, would a resident of the Shire be interested in hand sanitizer? His question was stern, but not unkind. Frodo swallowed hard, trying to make sense of his own feelings. He attempted to recall more details surrounding his encounter with the Black Riders, but he shuddered at the thought and shook the memories away. It's just a feeling. Something from being around the... around them. Gandalf nodded slowly, but Frodo could tell the old wizard knew more than he was letting on. Gandalf, what does it mean? The wizard frowned and stayed deep in thought. But after only a few moments, he seemed to make a decision, and he leaned forward in his chair. There have been rumors, Frodo. Rumors that the Dark Lord is planning something to impede the efforts of the Free Peoples. <laughs> right now, he knows where the ring is, and he doesn't want it moving beyond his sight. Frodo clenched his jaw. What would he do? Gandalf shook his head, like the answer was something he didn't like to consider, but he did not refrain from responding. A virus. He answered in an ominous whisper. Perhaps somehow, through your contact with the Nazgul, you were alerted to its presence. And perhaps, after all, it is not a myth. A virus? Frodo asked with fear. <laughs> you mean a devastating illness? Like Ebola or the Black Plague? Gandalf shook his head again. There has been word that it is a coronavirus, and it is probably something like the seasonal flu. Frodo's expression changed to one of confusion. The flu? But won't that be somewhat irrelevant? Oh, it will be incredibly relevant. Gandalf explained. This virus is said to be far more contagious than the flu. Frodo nodded gravely. I see. So it poses the threat of overwhelming our resources. If it reacts in this part of Middle-earth as it has in other lands, it could very well do so. Gandalf agreed. Elrond and many others have initiatives in place to ensure it will not spread to this region. But it may in fact already be here, my good hobbit. Frodo cocked his head. Then, I suppose it... Must not be truly much to fear, since no one seems to have noticed it. On the contrary, it could be anywhere. The wizard exclaimed, waving his hand around as though he expected to be attacked by the unseen virus any moment. <laughs> Anyone could be carrying it at this moment, because not all carriers show symptoms, and most that do will only experience a cold or flu-like state. Frodo blinked. But Gandalf... That means its actual danger is significantly less... I know this is all creating a most terrifying prospect, the wizard murmured, clearly off in his own world of thought. Try not to think about it if you can. It is not a burden you need to bear at present. You need to rest and to heal 
and Master Elrond has already tested you for the virus and found that you are negative. Thank the Valar. We will be having a Zoom council <laughs> shortly <laughs> to discuss the best way to proceed with the matter of the ring. Until then, get some rest, my dear hobbit. Just then, Sam rushed through the doorway, his eyes already uh, all lighting joyfully on his master. Frodo, bless you, you're awake. Although Frodo assumed his friend was beaming brightly, he could not be sure. The newly arrived hobbit's mouth and nose were completely covered by a mask. Several more were in his gloved hands, but all his attention was on the master, and he tried to press up against the bed. However, the wizard stood quickly to his full height, his towering figure seeming to cast a shadow over the whole room as his voice grew loud and terrible. Six feet apart, Mr. Gamgee! Or perhaps I shall turn you into something unnatural. Sam realized his fatal mistake and quickly backed away so that he was a safe distance from both Gandalf and Frodo. He looked up at his master with shame in his eyes. Forgive me, Mr. Frodo. I seem to have gotten carried away. I'm just so glad you tested negative. <laughs> Sam glanced over at the wizard, who had now returned to his seat. My apologies, Mr. Gandalf. And these did just come in. He tossed a mask to both Gandalf and Frodo, and they each quickly used the equipment to cover their face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God damn, this is good. Wow. He tossed a mask to both Gandalf and Frodo as they each quickly used the equipment to cover their faces properly. Frodo was shocked at how rapidly this, the rumor of the virus had changed daily life, but he supposed that he could hardly dare to doubt the wisdom of Gandalf so he determined to consider it a serious threat for the time being. Don't worry, Frodo, Gandalf said, making a small adjustment to settle his to settle his mask comfortably over his gigantic beard. By the skills of Lord Elrond, you'll begin to practice social distancing and quarantining. Just as Gandalf finished his statement, Frodo glanced at the doorway, and he saw the master of the house enter the room. The elf was wearing not only a mask and gloves, but he also sported a plastic face shield and, ha and a hazmat suit. In a voice muffled by all of his equipment, he greeted Frodo with words the hobbit could hardly make out. Welcome to Rivendell, Frodo Baggins. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Holy that was, shit! That is phenomenal. That's this is so, so good. Funny. A work of Italian Estelle, art. thank yeah. you so much thank for you, that thank gift. You. I thank love you. the constant, the constant references to the older <laughs> denizens yes. of yes. this place being fucking boomers basically <laughs> yeah, like yeah, being yeah. the meme oh god uh, it's so funny. you shall not pass <laughs> i love the, without first putting on a mask i love the 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 imagery of everything turning gray like when he did boobo baggins <laughs> six, six feet apart <laughs> i love it i'm not trying to oppress you I'm, I'm trying, trying to, to protect you. you. I love, love the Elrond has already tested. You were found negative. Thank the Valor. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, good. It's so uh, awesome. So uh, there's a little uh, there's an end note uh, from the author. There's um, uh, COVID has hit uh, the author and her husband or their husband. And uh, I uh, she said in the latter part of the note, I'm looking forward to hear uh, hearing from y'all. What did you think of the first chapter? And do you have any ideas about what should happen to the brave Frodo Baggins and his friends as the virus becomes a reality for them? I only have a vague outline of the story in my head, so I'd be happy to incorporate concepts from my reviewers. Oh, Heck yeah. fuck. Um, so. Oh, dang. Uh, Boys, You've given us too much power. To so let's him. enjoy. I've got. This it. is for you, a wonderful author. Thank you for bringing this to our attention. And where do you think this story could go next? So. Uh, I think that very quickly the the prosperous wealth of the Shire is going to begin to be thrown into question. Not necessarily go away, but they're going to be afraid that they're going to run out of resources, like and he was saying. The the Shire is going to struggle. Yeah. Because the Shire is very much about getting together, yeah. they yes. throw parties, eating the, with yes. friends and family. Don't they throw like together. parties every at night? literally yes. every occasion? Yeah. yeah. It's like yeah. it's cra it, like anybody who has a birthday. It's like a festival, like the oh, one for no. Bill's oh, birthday. Yeah. birthday. <laughs> <laughs> But I think uh, at this point, uh, so because of all of that, even though he has Bag End, one of the one of the greatest uh, homes in the Shire, Frodo is going to consider getting a job. Now we know that Frodo has developed, even though it was traumatic, a very, very useful skill during the pandemic. 
and that's being a delivery boy or a courier. Uh-huh. So I feel like Frodo is going to have to be he's like start working for Amazon. He's gonna <laughs> have to start working for like Am- or just delivering things. Yeah, the from DoorDash all- of uh, yes, but all over Middle Earth because he's the one who's done it. You guys, he's uh, gone the farthest. Well, first well, before he has to do that, he has to destroy the ring. Yes, yeah, because so right now when he's in Rivendell, this is just after he got stabby stabbed by the mm-hmm. Ringwraiths. Yeah, yeah. So they were carrying the virus, by the way. So yeah. there's there's some lore that we need to explore about why the coronavirus came to being and i think it was sauron yeah uh, how are you gonna how are you gonna yeah. traverse middle earth in a mask you can't be able to breathe the it's mouth gonna be Sa- really hard the mouth of sauron is just going around coughing on people. <laughs> <laughs> you know you know who i think is going to be a terrible spreader of the coronavirus and somebody who would just be totally opposed to wearing face masks hmm. is Gollum. Because mm, yeah. Lord knows he's going to go up to everybody and be like, <laughs> alternatively, <laughs> Gollum, like, cover your well, face. I feel like Gollum's going to be the best one at isolating. I think he's <laughs> yeah, going he's he's to have his distance pretty well. Or did they give Gollum coronavirus when they captured him and, and, and uh, interrogated him? And that's why he coughed. And he's like, go and find the heroes. problems. I feel like the elves are going to be fine, generally speaking. Well, actually. So, so in the lore, aren't they? They're immune to disease, right? Uh, they are. They're immune to poison. I don't know. They can't you get, know, because he can't get drunk. Legolas can't get drunk, right? Yeah. You yeah. know, I think what's going to happen. I'll give you something. But Elrond is is in a hazmat least, suit, so in they this at canon, least they have can a. Get it. They yeah. at least have a significantly higher like metabolism. No, mm-hmm. you know what's going to happen because the elves don't leave their own town, mm-hmm. so they'd be self isolating, except for one. There is one elf that leaves. Legolas. Legolas is going to bring no, back. No, not even Legolas, because oh. Legolas leaves and he's gone forever. Well, he is also not from Rivendell. There's, mm-hmm. and forgive me, I don't remember the character's name, but Aragorn's little, little. Arwen. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's why Elrond gets so pissed at <gasps> oh her. Oh my God, like, and he. You went outside of quarantining without social yeah. distancing and <laughs> she... wearing, you hooked up with your boyfriend <laughs> who didn't get tested yet and came back. She. Rescues Frodo right after he was stabbed yeah, by the Nazgul. Oh. So Arwen has COVID. And Aragorn, oh, fights the, and Aragorn fights the ring wraith, so he probably has COVID too. But he does a, he does a pretty good job of maintaining a six foot. Yeah, that's he why does. he has with the, the torch. torch. He's like, get away! <laughs> six feet apart, <laughs> you bastard! <laughs> I feel like Gimli isn't going to take this shit seriously no. at all. I feel like like the, the dwarves. Stupid virus that's never why, me. That's why all the dwarves are gone. Oh my yeah. god! When they get to when they get to Moria. None of them took the no. virus seriously, and they were weakened dead. and, and overwhelmed. Oh yeah. no! Oh, oh wait. no! Wes, we talked about this before. We were joking about this on, I think it was on Discord or something. Yeah, we were on our other about, podcast like, that they don't know about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the other podcast that we do that has nothing to do with YouTube. Well, I'm not threatened um, by it. Uh, yeah, good. <laughs> I am uh, threatened by it. <laughs> uh, so what if uh, it was like? Imagine the orcs during Corona, and what oh, if yeah. they take it like super seriously, and they're like. Put on your fucking mask, maggots! <laughs> and then they like the ones like, no, I'm not gonna do it. And they like fucking decapitate that. What's orc. with like, the masks? <laughs> Looks like meat's back on the menu. Wait, boys. he been... might have had Corona. Oh, oh, good, oh, good point. Good point. point. <laughs> what you is got it? your gloves? <laughs> yeah. it? What is it? What do you smell? Coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you'd you'd think that they'd take it seriously because Sauron sent covid to the whole world mm-hmm. i don't think he made it so that orcs are immune mm. so he probably already... told the orcs like hey take this seriously social distance stay very far apart so, so sauron doing is the cdc marching. yeah everybody knows yes. that if you're going to infect the world with a virus to dominate it you have to already have the vaccine that's true yes. so Sa- sauron probably already sauron probably the made the vaccine yeah that instead of the oh, instead of the gunpowder it's the vaccine. <laughs> he, he's been mass producing the vaccine. Yeah. And he gives it to all the orcs. They're so, so chopping down the forests <laughs> all of, and burning the trees. So all of you the see little liquid <laughs> going into vials. All of the Urukai are born immune, and the berserkers that have like the gunpowder bombs, mm-hmm. it's just a bunch of like snot from people who <laughs> yeah. have it. So they run in and blow it up, and it's like what is this? The hand no, of the, no. the hand of uh, the hand of Sauron or the hand of Saruman. Oh, the, oh, the white just, hand. Yeah, he just coughs on his hand and, <laughs> and puts it on their face. Yeah. Spread this, my child. <laughs> the power of the Urukai. I, I think I, honestly, I think the system. funniest 
I think the funniest bit in that whole thing was the the concept of the fellowship having to talk about yeah. the ring on Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> you have my bow. Did you hear me? Am I coming through? You, Legolas, you're, you're, you're muted. Legolas, you, you're muted. <laughs> all of you are muted. You know, that's actually funny because Gimli, Legolas... I think your Wi-Fi is cutting out again. <laughs> oh, he's so far Gimli's underground. always <laughs> underground. <laughs> His service well, is terrible. Well, uh, and also, Legolas in the in the books, isn't he kind of like a hick elf? Uh, yeah, I mean, they're from, they're from, he's from, uh, he, he's, he's from, from the world. Yeah, yeah. He's the equivalent well, of, that's the thing. like, he's, he's regal <laughs> to us, but apparently, like, the way he speaks in Elvish is very, like, shortened and hick, very, like, southern. Interesting. Uh, I read this hmm. thing about it, I, I can't, uh, uh, really speak to the, the validity of Basically, it, it's a wood elf it. versus a city elf. Yeah, All the exactly. Rivendell elves are, are like, oh, with the elves. The Rivendells. And, and he's, he's Legolas of the Woodland Realm. Yeah, he's swinging on spiders and stuff. Yeah, swinging it's on. Spiders. So wait a minute, he goes and works with the spiders, so they spin in masks. Mm. Uh, the spiders cool. are like, oh, yeah. fine, but we need like three hobbits a day or three yeah. dwarves a day, and he's like, oh well, yeah, you know, elven masks are of the finest quality. Yeah, the finest. Once they the stick to your face, they, they never, never come, come off. off. <laughs> they they're, they never slip, and you oh, never you have can, to wash them. That, yes. No, that's Suddenly, the thing that Bilbo gives to Frodo. I was about to say, he like, doesn't give him well, the armor. He uh, gives him Galadriel whenever she's giving them gifts uh, prior to them leaving her realm. Mm -hmm. It's like, and to you, Frodo of the Shire, I give you. A very, very good elven mask. <laughs> it's one that will filter out all coronavirus you can particles and the dust of Mordor. It's, you it's can breathe normally in this thing. Light as a feather, hard as dragon scales. Yeah. It's a mithril mask. <laughs> mithril mask. <laughs> mithril mask. <laughs> so, like, he Sam's gets shot like, in you the know, face. this elven stuff's not so bad. <laughs> oh, look. Another elven mask. The, the, the and orcs. looks more elven masks. More, <laughs> more elven. And when, when the orcs are, like, feeding uh, Merry and Pip, it's like, what is this? Oh, it's emergency. <laughs> oh, oh, it's so chalky. <laughs> and they're all chugging. Give them his medicine. <laughs> Seriously, where did actually we medicine. Ew, is this grape? That's the worst flavor. It's, <laughs> it's cough syrup. That's NyQuil. <laughs> this will put you right to sleep. That's, It'll make the ride that's, more comfortable. That's what Shelob's injecting people with. Yeah. It's just straight up well, NyQuil I, I just PM. Do like, I like that the orcs in this... In this version, uh, I like that the, we're creating, or the, the ones the one taking out the most seriously. <laughs> yeah, the one that we made up, not in, the one that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Honestly, this has the potential to be even better than Mr. Tolkien's yeah. original. <laughs> yeah, I think that For I sure. think, think Talia and Estelle, you have created the genesis of the brand new Lord of the Rings trilogy that will be debuting. This is what the Amazon series should be. Yeah, <laughs> yes, the Lord of the Rings, the Six Foot Circle. Ooh. Who would uh, who would the Fauci in this universe be? Mm. Uh, well, I want to say it's like I, I also like, want to say Saruman, like that or Elrond. Yeah, you know, uh, one of the elven healers. Mm. Yes. Yeah, one of yeah. one of the elves with the power of oh, healing. Maybe it's uh, Galadriel's husband because nobody focuses on him. Yeah, you know, yeah. just like what is unfortunately happening. Which is unfortunate because I'm pretty sure he also has a ring of power. Yeah, he's yeah. like just <laughs> as powerful yeah. as she is, isn't she? <laughs> Lady Galadriel. Well, probably not. I mean, she's bad. There, there's another thing. What if? Sauron gave the rings, but he put, he COVID, put COVID on the all rings. the rings. All of the most powerful people have, have COVID. COVID. Well, I mean, he at least put COVID on the rings that were given to man. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's for sure. And the, only ring, spreading it. and the yeah. only ring that doesn't is the one, the ring. one ring. That's one. the only... That, the one ring gives you full immunity to COVID. It doesn't yeah. make you them. invisible. It makes you immune. Yeah, what, what, would that, what would that monologue be, the COVID version? Oh, man, I don't even know. Don't, one don't ring to cure them all. What's the next line? Uh, one ring to find them. One ring. To one find ring them. to bring them all down, and, and then in the, the darkness, darkness give them COVID. Give them. <laughs> <laughs> and then the infect well, them. infect them. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that that was fucking hilarious. Taha, one more time, tell us what the name of that uh, was. Talion Estelle, uh, thank you so much uh, for this gift. Yeah. What was it uh, called again? For, huh? What was it called again? Oh, that Fellowship of the Quarantine. The Fellowship of the Quarantine. Yes, 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 mm -hmm. yes. The um, Zoom, the Zoom meeting of Elrond is the, that is, the, the that's the, the best. Yes, uh, like, I love the Council that. of Elrond El is such a huge chapter. Elven Wi-Fi is the so most having that over a Zoom call. Just Pip, the terrible Wi-Fi. Fucking Pippin and Mary come in at the end. They're like, so, where are we going? And who gave them a code yeah. to the Zoom <laughs> they, call? They get to, they get to. <laughs> you have my bow. What? What? Aragorn, Aragorn, you're muted. And Aragorn's like, what? Boromir's like. <laughs> and they're like, and they're all like, 
Yes, Boromir. And he's like, great, great idea. I love that I'm going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we literally could make jokes about that for we could. hours. We could. And uh, we will. Uh, Fucking brilliantly written Talion yeah. yeah, seriously. Incredible. I'm excited to read more of that, which we may um, do on I our. I think we have one quick order of business, boys. And I think we need to get back into random fandoms. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Because uh, this one was a prediction of 2021. Yeah. yeah. That was our. Yeah, yeah, starting yeah, this random. one off just, just nice and easy, but yeah. now we're getting to the, the, the meat and taters. All right, so now we can really the get meat to the back on. So let's you see. Boys. So if Taha and I brought in this week's fiction, so uh, how about Reese and Wes pick yeah. the fandom, Fans. and then we'll that'll be our swap off. A little right. fair. We're discovering sure. how to make the podcast in the world. Wow, look at that! You, uh, you're welcome, audience, for being able to listen in on this moment of discovery. Shring. Well, let's continue that discovery. Uh, <laughs> think of things. Did we want to do the themes, or did we want to do themes again, or? Because uh, one time you gave we us did. Like, a theme. We did do themes. Uh, oh, yeah. I like that. That's fun. Do we care for a theme? Well, uh, uh, okay. I'd well, have a theme. Let's let's, let's start with uh, let's start with level up. Yeah, the something theme is something something that levels up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that can mean uh, that that's totally subjective. Whatever absolutely. level up means to you. Okay. Uh, pick a fandom or a thing. And uh, do you guys got? Do you, yep. you good? I got mine. Uh, let's do. Yeah, 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 yeah. All okay. right, I got it. All right, Weston Reese in right. three, two, one. Final Fantasy. World of Warcraft. Ooh. Ooh. Juicy. And I'm All talking right. the game, World of Warcraft. Not yeah, the Warcraft yeah. so, universe. So two video games. Two video games, two yeah. Video okay. games. Yeah, so right. uh, a JRPG. Yeah. Maybe. And maybe. An MMO. And, and a WRPG. Oh, yes. No, yes. I thought, yeah, yeah. And a no, no, his, his yeah, is yeah. a JRPG, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, thought you were going, I thought you were already going to the next thingy. No, 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 no. But that no. is for next week. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. once again. We'd all, on behalf of all of us, thank you for joining us for Stranger Than Fan Fiction. It's truly a pleasure every time we see and hear your beautiful faces. We hear and we hear them in our mind. We hear Are your we faces. Them we too? see them. We hear your faces, <laughs> and we we see oh. them too. Apparently, oh, they sound great. Oh, oh I like that one. The way the way your nose the way your nose sounds is oh, just wonderful. Yeah, oh, and luscious. and the ring on the glasses, mm. <laughs> the tones coming off. Mm. But until next time, everybody, remember. Have a lovely day and always stay, stay strange. strange. If you like what we're doing, be sure to leave us a comment or review. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at STFF Podcast or make your way over to STFFpodcast.com. If you really, really like us, consider subscribing to our Patreon for more exclusive recordings like our mini-sodes and off-the-page series. Thank you for listening.